Joining me on the Room Podcast tonight is Placido Santos, who's making his kickboxing debut this Saturday at Enigma Promotions, Enigma Kickboxing. You don't want to miss it. The dude's stepping in there for the first time, and we can't wait to so much for coming on, man, uh, and welcome to the show. Thanks for having me on, Steve, and I just want to say I really appreciate what you're doing for the local uh, martial arts community, bringing attention to it and uh, being so passionate about you know, the, all the events that are getting put on and all the local athletes, you know, I, I see you showing up in person and always being so passionate about it. And I, I just want to say thank you on behalf of the local martial arts community. Thanks, my friend. Uh, you know, people like you uh, coming on makes it all worthwhile, man, uh, picking your brain and learning uh, kind of your story and uh, what the future holds for you. So my man, from uh, uh, jiu-jitsu to kickboxing, how does this happen? How did you get inspired to get in the ring for the first time in front of uh, it's going to be a huge crowd and streamed uh, on the Enigma Promotion website. So, great question. It's kind of a uh, not not a super long story, but uh, long longer story short. Um, going to New York City and learning from Professor John Danaher. Uh, John would also teach MMA classes, which obviously uh, would incorporate striking into the class and something you don't obviously have in jiu-jitsu class so myself being uh inquisitive and curious and wanting to you know see what john was teaching i would sit sit down and watch john teach mma um whether that was before jiu-jitsu practice or after jiu-jitsu practice sometimes um and uh you know when i'd see john talk about striking and his methodologies I, i just became very intrigued and fascinated by it all really and uh, the idea of being incompetent in a form of fighting, whether you know that be grappling or striking, is something that John says he doesn't like. You know, he doesn't like walking around knowing that you know he can't throw hands. So I'm kind of the same mindset. So I started to try uh, about maybe a little bit less than a year ago to uh, right around a year ago is when I started jumping into John's uh, MMA class and started doing, I started out with drilling first. And, uh, and then after the, the drilling, I actually started jumping in with the sparring. So um, striking is something that just kind of, uh, I fell in love with once I started watching John teach MMA. So uh, that's how I kind of came to this point. And uh, I've had thought, I've had a lot of people tell me, Hey man, you should jump in a cage sometime. You'd do great. And in order for me to be fully confident in ever doing something like that, like jumping in a May cage, I want to be able to be confident that I'm at least competent in, you know, all the art forms that encompass MMA. And striking is definitely a huge part of that. I've seen too many times where people, just because they're good at jujitsu or wrestling, uh, jump into the cage and they think that just because they're good at those martial arts and those disciplines, they'll be just fine. But, you know, those are huge weaknesses and, and uh, holes in your game if you're not, you know, you're not, you're not adept at other, the other martial arts that also come into play in uh, the cage, right? So same, same thing happens with strikers. You know, some strikers who, you know, just because they're good at striking, they think, oh, I'll manage it with grappling, and they don't really take time to learn grappling. So um, that's kind of why I'm doing this, why I'm doing this kickboxing match. I've really been, you know, just throwing myself into 
learning striking, whether I do eventually end up in a cage or whether I just become, uh, you know, some sort of a mixed martial arts coach in the future. God knows, but that's what's happening and that's what I'm doing. Excellent. Well, you spoke about John and getting, uh, you know, the MMA classes, learning striking there. You uh, know a ton of MMA fighters in the New England area. You train with a, a ton of them. Uh, have you been getting work on the side, getting some sparring sessions with uh, people around the New England area? Yeah, great question. So I have people ask me all the time, well, where do you train? And it's 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 hard to tell people like uh, and explain to people, oh, I don't really train at one specific spot. Yeah. I just kind of bounce around to whatever training partners want to help me out on that given day, which to be honest with you, it can be a challenge. Uh, it's a blessing and a curse in many ways. It's a, it's a, it's a curse because it's a challenge some days, you know, and I'm driving a lot and uh, sometimes it, it creates a, a level of inconsistency, right? So, but uh, at the same time, a blessing because I get to work on what I want to work on, which is what I learned from John. So essentially kind of how it goes is, you know, I'll go to, I would go to New York, now Puerto Rico for the time being. And, you know, I'll get information from John and then I'll come back and, you know, really work on what I learned. And, um, and I'd say about 80 to 90% of what I know about striking, I learned from John. And then the other 10 to 20% is from training partners around me or also YouTube too. There's a lot to learn on YouTube. Oh, of course, man. I learned how to podcast on YouTube. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's awesome. Uh, yeah. So my friend, uh, you're going to be uh, performing in in front of a huge crowd in New England and uh, for a friend, Enigma Promotions is Christos Papadelos' promotion. And you spoke about you know seeing me at events and most, the majority of the events have been from Christos, uh, either the Enigma Invitationals or, you know, the kickboxing coming up, the first one this Saturday, man. So he's doing great things. Um, you know, what's the connection with you and uh, Christos and how you got involved with this event as your first opportunity? Uh, with So with Christos, uh, I met Christos about, uh, I don't know how long it's been since I met, met Christos. I think it's been at least a couple of years now. Um, a fascinating young kid in terms of being so ambitious at such a young age. Uh, real definition of a go-getter. Um, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't let things stop him. Things such as inexperience. He doesn't care about that. You know, he's just out there to figure it out and get it done. And, uh, you know, thankfully, because of, uh, of where life has taken me, I've had the opportunity to be around a lot of very successful people. And that's one thing I've learned that successful people have in common is that they have that go-getter mentality. Um, they just get it done. Regard, you know, and they'll figure it out on the fly if they have to. So, uh, you know, Crystal is really impressive in that way. And I met him because he reached out to me because he wanted to, you know, uh, have – better training partners and with jujitsu. So he reached out to me and he, he told me he was interested in training with me. So that's kind of how we touched base and we met. Um, and then in terms of, uh, getting on his promotion, um, crystals just knew he wanted to throw a kickboxing promotion. He knew what I was doing at the time. He knew I was very interested in learning striking and just developing it. So, you know, obviously it was a natural fit to have me on his card. Well, you've trained, uh, BJJ with, uh, you know, the best and some of the best uh, uh, BJJ practitioners in the world. Uh, you know, John, the, the most famous coach, I would imagine, in the world in BJJ, man. Uh, what's the mindset going into, um, you know, 
from training BJJ to stepping into the to ring and kickboxing for the first time. I mean, you're you're extremely confident on the mats. You've proven it there. But um, what's what's the the mentality going into something that you're not um you're not proven in yet? Yeah, great question. So obviously, I mean, the reason I am doing so. So I've had people, even Crystals himself, tell me, hey, man, you should just do that. You know, you should do some amateur MMA, which you have to understand the the specific reason I'm doing a kickboxing smoker is because I want to take myself out of my comfort zone. I want to take myself out of my my, uh, you know, my go to toolbox. Right. So, you know, kind of the way I explained to Crystals is like, you know, these smokers are going to be gold for me because if I ever do jump in an MMA cage. I want to be able to take it to the ground if I, if I if I want to take it to the ground. I don't want to feel like I have to take it to the ground. Does that make sense? If I have no opportunity if I don't take it to the ground. Um, so in terms of my mentality coming into this, so first off, I know I'm stepping out of my comfort zone uh, into something that is not necessarily my strength at the given moment. You know, at, at this point in time, I have seven years of, uh, of jiu-jitsu under my belt. So, and one year of striking. So one seventh the amount of the experience. With that said, um, simultaneously to that, um, I am very confident stepping into the ring. Um, I, I, you know, I always entertain the possibility that I could lose. It's, it's not impossible for me to lose. I'm not saying that, you know, I'm going to wreck this guy and, you know, it's not even going to be a fight. No, you know, if anything, like I'm getting ready for a five, you know, the five round bout, you know. Uh, I'm not looking to, you know, just have a two round bout. If, if, if that, if that happens to occur, then, you know, definitely I'll take it, but I'm ready for five. I'm ready for five rounds. Okay. So jumping into the, uh, to the ring this time, it's, at the same time, I'm very confident because, you know, John has really shown us how to develop skill sets at a very rapid, uh, uh, speed of improvement. And because of that and because of the amount of time and the amount of effort I know I've put in and seen how much I've progressed, you know, I don't feel like somebody who only has a year of experience. You know, I do feel like I, I've accumulated enough knowledge and skill at this point where it, it, it surpasses a year of experience. But that will remain to be seen on Saturday. Excellent. Well, you know, it, it, it is a smoker. It's an exhibition. Uh, I mean, you guys are going to be going at it. I mean, you're not going to be doing, uh, you know, patty cake in there. You guys are going to be, you know, getting the work and, and really uh, laying it on each other. You're taking on another uh, 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 jiu-jitsu guy. So it that's... I think this might be um, his uh, debut. Has uh, Doug fought in the in the ring before? Is this his first time stepping in there? Yeah. So obviously, doing homework on your opponent, I looked up on YouTube and I saw that he does. He has had other kickboxing matches, maybe at least one match at the very least in the past. Um, I think it was somewhere. Be- it was it was pre COVID, so he does have a kickboxing match already on YouTube. So. It does seem like, I don't know, may, perhaps safe to assume that he has been practicing striking for like two or three years now. I'm not sure, to be honest with you. Um, at this point in time, it honestly doesn't matter because I already agreed to the bout and we're less than a week out. So, But it does seem like he does have some ex- at least one fight experience. Um, that one didn't have headgear in it. I wish this fight didn't have headgear in it. I tried to uh, ask Christos to take out the headgear. But he wouldn't budge. He wouldn't do it. So, 
But it's his promotion. He can run it however he wants, right? Yeah, if I want to do hey, it my way, then I'll have to hey, run my thing, own things can, things, can, <laughs> things can change real quick at, at fight night, so we never know. But, you know, commissions, all that. We we, we don't want to stir the pot. But um, so, you know, taking on Doug, man, um, so what do you see in his one in his kickboxing match that you watched? Did he win, lose? How did he do? How did he look in there? He did win. Uh, the match I, I watched, he did win. Um uh, he was he was very aggressive coming forward. His other opponent did also seem to be taller than him. I'm taller than than Doug is, so uh, his other opponent did seem to be taller than him, which didn't seem to obviously phase Doug since Doug did go on to win the match, and uh, definitely outstruck the other guy. Um, and he has a very aggressive press forward type of style, so it's definitely something I'll I'll be taking into account. Excellent. Well, we know as uh, you know, being a competitor on the match, your, your your cardio is through the roof. Sometimes you're on there 25, 30, 40. I mean, you know, some some jujitsu guys an hour on the mats. Is there a difference in 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 like the cardio, the breathing? Um, you know, saving yourself for uh, different moments. Is there is there a mentality, a thought process that goes into that? The change up there. Oh, one thousand percent. I mean, what people don't understand is that. What, you know, one of the things that lead, so, so this is something you see often, you'll see people who practice one discipline and they can like literally go for hours and hours in that one discipline, whether it's grappling based discipline or striking based discipline. And then all of a sudden, when you switch that same athlete to a different discipline that they exhibit such great endurance in their previous discipline, all of a sudden they're gassing out within five minutes. Right. So, um, it's a completely different uh, type of skill set and therefore calls for a completely different um, way of exhibiting efficiency. So a lot of times it's not a matter of whether your cardio is good or bad. Like you, like you just mentioned, you know, I'm somebody who even previous to practicing kickboxing, I would be spending 30, 40 minutes rolling. So obviously it's not that my cardio is quote unquote bad. I do have like, you know, decent cardio as does most, most competitive jujitsu athletes. Um, and, uh, one of the reasons why a lot of grapplers struggle with striking and they tend to quote unquote gas out is not because their cardio is bad. It's because they're so inefficient, right? So, if you can develop the skill of efficiency the same way you did with grappling, right? You watch a newbie come into the grappling class and he's absolutely exhausted after one five minute roll. And the jitsu guy's like, let's go for another five rolls. Like, we're good to go. Right. So uh, it's the same thing that when it comes to kickboxing and striking, you know, you have to learn how to be efficient in that skill set. And so obviously that's something that I've put a lot of time into. And it's something that I I feel very confident in that if this does go five rounds, that hopefully I'll be able to exhibit enough efficiency where I still have gas in the tank in the fifth. Excellent. Uh, well, dude, uh, who's going to be in your corner? There's so many to choose from. Guys that, you know, helped you around New England, big names. But, you know, who's going to be helping you in that and, uh, you know, giving you the controls out there to, to, to take him out, hopefully? So in my corner, uh, I'm going to definitely have uh, Nick Fiore. Uh, he's uh, somebody I've trained extensively with in the past. It's not He's not someone that I've trained with a lot as of late. Um, lately, Nick has been preparing for an MMA event, uh, for an MMA fight he has on August 6th for uh, CES MMA in Springfield, Massachusetts. And so uh, he's been training a lot with uh, – 
Rob Font and Calvin Cater. Uh, and so he's been, you know, focusing on that a lot. And uh, I haven't necessarily had the opportunity to train with him uh, as of late um, as much as I have in times past. But with that said, I do trust Nick a lot. Uh, one of the things I, I love about Nick is that he has a very – first off, he understands me. He knows what my the, – the type of mindset that I want to bring into the ring, which is a very calm, collected, calculated uh, mindset. Wow, I didn't even plan that out. That sounded really good. That was like the three Cs. All right? <laughs> you got to train. But, That's going to be a catchphrase somewhere. Make a shirt with that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But Nick, Nick understands what – you know, the type of coaching that I like and the type of uh, instruction instruction that works best for me. So uh, he's going to be my corner. He's going to be my head corner, the, the, the way I'll uh, – I, if I could call it that. Um, and because I trust him. I trust, his, uh, I trust his discernment. I trust his ability to be a calm, collected corner. Uh, I don't really like being cornered by somebody that's just yelling and screaming and telling me, like, Hit him! Yeah, hit him yeah, harder! Yeah. Like, I'm already trying to hit him, and I'm trying to hit him hard. Yeah, so you exactly. don't have to tell me that again. You gotta right? go! It's you like, gotta go! Go! go. <laughs> exactly. All that type of stuff. Like, I don't need a cheerleader. Like, the cheerleaders will be in the crowd. Well, one thing uh, I know... One thing I know, Nick uh, was at uh, a previous Smoker kickboxing event put on uh, by, you know, a friend of Christos, and he cornered uh, Connor Hughes, I do believe, uh, in that kickbox, and I want to say that, and very calm, and Connor uh, uh, had a finish in that, in that kickboxing match, I do believe. Yeah, yeah, he did have a finish in that kickboxing match. Uh, Connor is one of my uh, more regular training partners as, as of late, so... I was really happy to see Connor go in and get the finish. That's really cool to see somebody that you're training with go out and perform successfully. So, yeah, so uh, going back to our original point, yeah, Nick is an excellent corner. So I'll have Nick Fiora in the corner. Um, I'll have my, my friend Ivan, who has helped me a lot lately. And, uh, I mean, I don't know how many corners we get, but if we get three, then I'll throw Connor in there because uh, the kid could use a bone, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He might be on the camera in your face that, that whole time. I mean, he, he, I mean might, he might have to hand that off because I, I got to say, uh, Enigma and um, Christos put on a fabulous show. Uh, they make it and uh, make the competitors seem like they're into they're in something really special with the crowd, the stream, and uh, just all the you know you know everything he does for the fighters. It, it, it really exposes it. And dude, for your first uh, time in there, man, it, it's going to be a great experience. I mean, we've seen it in the past that Team Link and uh, uh, hooks it. I mean, the crowd. I mean, even though it's a small kind of intimate crowd, man, they 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 are loud and the energy in there is fire, man. So, is is uh, are you um? I mean, you've been on the mats in front of, you know, so many thousands of people, you know, streams and stuff like that. Is there nerves fighting in front of like a little intimate crowd uh, for your first time in there, uh, you know, kickboxing? Yeah, of course. Uh, I fully expect to be nervous heading into uh, heading into the ring. Um, that, But that's completely normal. Um, so one thing. So you ever heard the parable of the plank? Uh no, explain it to me. I might have, but refresh me. So the parable of the plank is like the story that John likes to, uh, Professor John Danaher likes to tell us about concerning, uh, you know, mental preparation for a, uh, a bout. And he talks about how when he was a kid in New Zealand, 
he had uh, this daredevil visited his his uh, his school when he was a kid, and he performed all these amazing stunts and feats. And then one of the cool stunts that he did was he took uh, he went you know in a two or three story building, which to them was like oh my word, this is amazing. And he took and he put a plank between the two buildings, and he was walking back and forth between the two buildings. And like as kids in New Zealand, they were absolutely like enthralled, and they were like wow, this is this is this is glorious what this man is doing. And so after the fact, I guess, uh, they got around to asking the guy, like, how do you do this? Like, how do you keep it together? And he's like, he takes the plank and I'm kind of, please understand. I'm, I'm kind of paraphrasing the, the entire, uh, the entire parable. Like if you want to read it in its entirety, I'm, I think John made a post on it in the past, but, uh, the guy takes the plank and he places it on the floor and he says, you have to recognize and realize that this plank uh, if you're able to walk on this plank here when it's on the floor, there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to walk on it when it's up there between two buildings because nothing has changed. Um, so it's kind of the idea, understanding that you're, you're essentially performing the exact same thing you're doing every single day. And that is if you're practicing, you know, the way you ought to be. Right. So, so when I go to the ring, Will I be nervous? hundred percent. I'm going to be nervous. I'm going to have another dude standing across from me trying to punch me in the face. Right. Um, so yes, I will be nervous at the same time. I do take comfort in knowing that this is something that I've prepared for and something I've been doing every single day for the past, you know, however many months and into the, the last year or so. Okay. So that's kind of the mentality I, I, I take going into it. I don't try to suppress the nerves everybody's different. Some people try to suppress the nerves. I don't try to suppress the nerves. I try to embrace the nerves. I know that that's my body getting ready to, uh, to rock and roll. Excellent. Well, last questions before I let you, uh, last question before I let you give you shout outs and any thank yous, uh, sponsors or anything you want to shout out there. Uh, John, you're heading into that ring. Does he know uh, that you're going to be going in and, uh, having your first bout? Uh, because he, he's the one that inspired you as far as, you know, not only jujitsu, but, uh, you know, doing MMA, getting that striking in. Uh, so does he know about this bout happening Saturday? And what's his thought about, um, you know, Placido going in there? Yeah, I just finished uh, last week. I was with him from Monday to Friday. Uh, we were filming uh, for a new instructional that he has coming out and uh, over 10 hours of footage. So those are long weeks. And, you know, we literally spend from morning to night together. So, um, so yeah, he does know I have that bout coming in and, um and uh, he thinks it's smart. He thinks that if I, I really do ever want to do, jump in an MA ring or even just be a coach, he says either way, this is a very smart move on my part because it's going to allow me to build experience in something that I have no experience in at the moment, right? So, again, going back to even if I never do end up jumping in an MA cage, I'll at least know what it's like to be in a competitive striking situation, which, you know, is invaluable when you're looking to coach other young athletes um that are going to be in the same type of context excellent my man well dude uh appreciate the chat and all you know all about this journey to get into that ring this coming saturday uh last thing man um shout out sponsors social media and uh also i'll uh, shout out how we uh how we can watch this because i know they have a stream if you have that information yeah um so how you can watch it, I'm pretty sure uh, Enigma has a subscription service that you can sign up to after the fact. 
So definitely sign up for that and uh, support uh, uh, the local promoter, Christos Papadelos and that. He's doing a really good thing. It's not expensive either. I think it's like five bucks a month or something like that. So definitely uh, go ahead and support that. Uh, as far as shout-outs goes for, for, uh, for sponsors, let me see. I just so happen to have a whole list. Shout-out to, Level, <laughs> shout out to uh, Level Black for uh, recently sponsoring me. I just so happen to have some of their uh, new stuff they sent me. So then on the table, I didn't even plan this. But, <laughs> but shout-out to Level Black for uh, sponsoring me and for uh, being awesome and sending me some dope gear that uh, I'm really excited to continue to rock in the future. And, um, you know, shout out to all my training partners. You know who you are. There's too many to name, honestly, off the top of my head. And uh, to my wife as well. And shout out to my professor, John Danaher, who uh, without him, I wouldn't know half the things I know right now. Excellent, man. Well, there's going to be streams and there's going to be phones uh, taking recordings, man. He's going to get to see this fight uh, probably live. I mean, if he tunes into any social media because you're going to be all over it. Uh, this is like, uh, you know, the the only event going on in New England as far as uh, this weekend. And it's a great event. I mean, uh, Enigma Promotions and Christos really do a great job. And, uh, man, it's something that folks need to experience as far as going to a smoker, going to a local show, and seeing uh, dudes like my guest right here who uh, is is going into un uncharted territory to, to, to prove himself and to, man, get his, get his hand raised Hopefully this Saturday night. So, uh, Placido, man, I probably said your name wrong or, or different about seven times. It's all times. good. It's all Dude, good. There's no I, worries. I say my own name wrong shit. And, uh, <laughs> you know, so I appreciate you coming on. And, and I'll be there Saturday. I think I'll be uh, calling your fights and uh, the fights leading up to it. So, man, I can't wait to see you do work in there and, and all you've been talking about and uh, see what, uh, what, what transpires on Saturday. Steve, thanks again for everything you do for the local uh, martial arts community. You're awesome. Thanks, my man. You have a great night, and uh, I'll see you in a few days. All right. Bye-bye, my friend.